Well, the year was 2011, and changes were upon us. The economic crisis was finally getting back on its feet, and a lot of nations were starting to get back to work. And yet again, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker decided to grace our silver screens with another iteration of the Fast and the Furious franchise, Fast Five. And in that came a brand new character, somebody who is chasing them, but would soon be their friends. Yes, we're talking about The Rock, Mr. Dwayne Johnson, and how he burst onto the scenes of Fast and Furious 5 as a gargantuan police officer who was chasing them down in Rio de Janeiro. Now with that, The Rock needed an oversized vehicle. Something that was big and powerful as him. Something Canadian. Yes, we said it right. If you're a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise, you would know this. That the vehicle that The Rock chased them through the streets of Rio in was none other than a product built in Manitoba, Canada by a company called Teradyne. We're talking Talking about the Gurkha and one of a few, take it three major armored personnel carriers who are built in this great country. And yet, unlike some countries out there, being Germany, Japan, the US, and now Russia, Canada still does not build their own exclusive vehicle for our Prime Minister Motorcade. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. Following a review of the Oris Motor Company, today we're going to take a look at why our Prime Minister still drives around an American built vehicles. Autoworks.net Autopod streaming day or night coming right at you right here right now. Welcome back to the Autolux Autopod. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself, bringing you all of the information from the industry and taking a look into why things are the way they are. Please keep following and like us, share us, or just follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Podbeam, iTunes, Google Play, and over at www.autolux.net for all of the podcasts we have done, reviews on new vehicles, and links to every automotive corporation in the world. Yes, Autolux brings it all to you. This week, we're taking a look at why Canada should follow the Russians in going after building their own automotive product. Now, a country as great as Canada held the second largest landmass in the world, the number one in hockey, and one of the most abundant supplies of natural resources around the world. Hell, per capita and population-wise, we are the third largest automotive producer in the world based off of population only being surpassed by both germany and the united states and that's only due to population now one out of every eight jobs in canada is tied to the automotive industry and one out of every six jobs in ontario the province of ontario is tied to the automotive industry including the city of newmarket ontario which was built as a 15 dollar an hour town during the 50s to build the automotive industry in this province now today we have the likes of honda and alice Ford and Oakville, Toyota and both Cambridge and Woodstock, and Chrysler and Windsor. We also have the engine plant in St. Catharines, Ontario. And I'm sorry to say that as of last year, fall of 2019, we said goodbye to the original Canadian manufacturer, Mr. McLaughlin Buick, and General Motors Canada as they shut down the Oshawa plant. Now, the production from there was originally trucks, now moved into Mexico, and up until the end, they were building Cadillacs, Buicks, and Chevrolet Impalas. But if you take a look like we said how vladimir putin pushed after the economic fallout from around the world to build a luxury mark for his country because he got tired of riding around in german built vehicles this is his country he is a superpower and he drives around in german built vehicles 
Now, Canada may not be a superpower, but we are one of the G8 nations, one of the top eight nations around the world, which makes us pretty powerful in a sense. For a country with just barely 36 million people on the second largest landmass, we are one of the top eight. And yet, our Prime Minister gets chauffeured around in Chevrolet Suburbans, Cadillacs, and Impalas. Yes, coming from a man who comes from a country who, like I said, is one of the third largest automotive producing nations in the world. You have to take a look at it. Magna International is one of the largest auto parts manufacturers worldwide. Headquartered Aurora, Ontario, just outside of the city of Toronto. Essentially Toronto, but Aurora, Ontario is where Magna and Frank Stronach, the man behind Magna, built his global empire. Move over to Montreal. Bombardier, the man who pioneered snow machines and CDUs. And up until the late 90s, built a Jeep-esque style vehicle, the Iltis, for the Canadian military. But today, Bombardier does not. They do not build vehicles for the Canadian military. Neither do Conquest, neither do Incas, and neither does Teradyne. Three of the largest armored vehicle manufacturers in the world. Do not build vehicles for the Incan military. Hell, they don't even build them for the Prime Minister. I'm going to take you back. Bombardier, as we said about it, back in the early 2000s, Canadian government played around with the idea of using the brand new Bombardier Aerospace Learjets. Well, can't say Learjet because it's a brand name, but they're personalized jets. They were moving into 100 passenger jets. Now, the Prime Minister at that time, Jean Chrétien, decided to look into the idea of building them. Move over to the next Prime Minister, Mr. Paul Martin, and he kept pushing for this, saying, we need to showcase to the world Canadian technology. We are being flown around in 30-year-old Airbuses built in the UK. We still have to get the United Kingdom to service our personal aircraft for our Prime Minister. And when he lands, we stick him inside of an American-built American corporation vehicle. Nothing against the Americans, but you got to think about it this way. We're part of the G8. Germany, their chancellor, gets to roll around in a Mercedes S-Class. In Japan, they roll around in a Toyota Century, specifically built. Same with the emperor of Japan. China, Honki. France, they use Citroëns or DS. In the UK, they once used Daimlers, but now are switching to Bentleys. Hell, their motorcade consists of Jaguars and Land Rovers, vehicles that are actually still built in the UK and in America, our neighbors. They use the Cadillac 1, a specific built vehicle from Cadillac for the American president. And then he gets off that and onto Air Force One, a Boeing 747, built within the confines of their nation as well. Now, we are Canada. We are a G8 nation, and we build some amazing product. Taking a look at it, we build the Chrysler 300, the Dodge Charger, and the most powerful muscle car ever built from a production line, the Dodge Challenger Demon, all roll out of the Brampton, Ontario plant. So our Prime Minister can choose even products made within our nation. If we don't build our own car company, like Russia did with Oracle, Motors, why don't we use Canadian built products? Why doesn't the Prime Minister roll around in a Chrysler 300? A Lexus RX 330 built in Cambridge, Ontario. The only Lexus built outside of Japan is built in Canada, and we don't roll around in that. Windsor, Ontario, where the Chrysler Pacifica is built. We don't even use that in a motorcade. Hell, the Oris has the Oris Arsenal minivan, and yet we don't roll around in a Chrysler Pacifica. Hell, they even had the Pacifica S, which can mean amazing products. Move over to Lincoln in Oakville, Ontario, and Lincoln builds the new Nautilus. Hell, before this, they built the MKT there, but we don't roll around in those either. We roll around in Cadillac. 
tracks. We roll around in a suburban. Built in America. So why do we do that? And why don't we use the largest aerospace industry company in Canada, a country who has built the Canada Arm, which is used in the ISS and in the pre-existing shuttles for the Americans? We don't use those. And then yet, like I said at the beginning of this, Teradyne builds the Gurkha. That vehicle, go back to Fast and Furious 5, when you see him rolling through the streets in that big burly truck that's built in Manitoba. Yes, Teradyne comes from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And yet, we don't use any Canadian products. Yes, we get it. The Cadillac DTS and CTS and the Chevrolet Suburbans that we do use for our Canadians. To the Prime Minister and his motorcade, you have to remember, within a two-day trip of the American border, up to 35% of the parts in your vehicle vehicle come from Canada. Yes, we still build a ton of parts. Where the city of Kitchener, Cambridge, Waterloo area, Guelph, Newmarket, Barrie, Mississauga, Brampton, Oakville, Oshawa, Hamilton, St. Catharines, and even back in my hometown, we once built parts, brake parts, for the automotive industry. So those American-built vehicles, yes, do have a bit of Canada in them, do have a bit of Canadian technology in them, but why? Why? Why can't we build our own motorcade? In the end, Bombardier wasn't willing to give away or reduce their costs to sell or push their products on to our Prime Minister. So they chose to keep up our 30-year, now almost 50-year-old Airbuses, which constantly need repair. Hell, we have two of them. Why? Because one gets fixed, we use the other one. And when the other one comes back, it goes into being repaired, and we fly out with the other one. Hell, this is coming from a country who helped the Americans land a man on the moon with technology and information provided from the men and women behind the Avro Arrow. And yet, we still roll around in products not built in our own nation. And you may ask yourself, well, Canada doesn't build cars. Well, I'll give you three examples. Incas builds their own products. Teradyne builds their own products. And Conquest builds their own products. They don't build their own engines. Everything else is, is theirs. But we do have companies that build their own products. HTT builds the Plethor supercar in Quebec. Electromechana builds the solo single-person electric vehicle and is now looking at a little roadster called the Tofino, built in British Columbia. We have Havilar, their bison electric product from Waterloo, Ontario. Hell, that is the home of Research in Motion, or as everybody knows, the BlackBerry, the company that created PDAs for all of us. We do get a Palm created them, but BlackBerry pushed them upon us. Then you move into Quebec, like we said. We have HTT, we have Magna from Ontario. We have Felino sports cars from Quebec. Held the Bricklin, built by Malcolm Bricklin. The Bricklin SV1 was built in Moncton, New Brunswick. And if you take a look across our nation, Volvo once had a manufacturing facility in New Brunswick. They took over the original Malcolm. The Camaro, when it first came back, was built in Oshawa. Quebec had manufacturing sites. Ontario had manufacturing sites. Like, why don't we use it? Why? You would have to ask our Prime Minister why. Why he doesn't like to show how great our nation is and how great our technology is. Now, I went to school at Georgian College, one of two automotive courses in the province of Ontario, and they teach you about designing automotive parts. You never realize how many companies there are out there building parts for the automotive industry in this province. Like I said, Magna International is one of the biggest. They own four they built hydro frame, hydro frames. They started building them for General Motors, and then Dodge got into them. They're truck frames built in St. Thomas, Ontario, which are hydroformed, which means they do the bending underwater to ensure there is no weak points even on the corners. A technology invented in Canada. People in my class work for a company in Toronto that built door handles. His boss was proud because he got to build and design the door handles that went on the second generation Dodge Viper. Myself, I work for a transport axle plant in Barrie. I had a friend who worked for an 
injection molding company that supplied stuff to all of the automotive manufacturing facilities around the Toronto area. It's big. It's huge. And yet, we still roll around in products not built in our own nation. Now, what should we do about it? What about two years ago when we released the original blog behind this, when Oris came out? We wrote and we set up a change.org site. And we tried to get people on board. But unfortunately, nobody was on. Unfortunately for the Canadians, because the Prime Minister did the same thing as Vladimir Putin, we can help build our own automotive corporation. We can bring back some of the old great names or start a new one. We could show the world how powerful we really are and how much Canadian technology we have and that is behind the steering wheels of the vehicles you use around the world. But unfortunately for us, most of the people out there don't even realize how much Canadian technology is behind the wheel of their automobile. Like I said, one out of every six Ontario jobs is tied to the automotive industry. There are nearly 13 million people in the province of Ontario and one out of every six of those is tied to the automotive industry. Pretty interesting. Now, all around, we have some amazing Canadian companies and they need your help. They need to help get out there. A little company, again, from Winnipeg, Eribe, was one of the first companies around the world to build a plastic casing for a vehicle to run on solar power. And they've gone across America, not across Canada, across the United States. Hell, if you're unaware of it, the fuel cell technology that Mercedes is spearheading behind their FCVs was helped built in collaboration with the help of Ballard buses from British Columbia. Ballard has been running fuel cell stack hydrogen electric buses in Vancouver for nearly 40 years. Ballard. Their technologies have been swallowed up by the Mercedes Corporation, but they once were on their own. So all in all, you have to take a look at it. Why doesn't Canada have its own car company? Why doesn't Canada go after the luxury marketplace? Why doesn't the Prime Minister say, hey, if I'm not going to build my own Canadian car company like Russia, a country of over 140 million people that could sustain a car company, unlike Canada with 36 million but you have to remember there are countries out there with similar population wise who do have their own car companies the only problem with canada is we build it we have to immediately enter the american marketplace because as i've learned from htt while talking to their ceo at one point at an auto show in toronto he told me eight months after the vehicle was showcased to the world they had sales of the plethora not one in canada yet in its home country nobody was interested you talk to teradyne incas or conquest they'll tell you that most of the vehicles they build go elsewhere in the world there's hardly any of them that stay in Canada. But then again, nobody in Canada really knows they exist. They're not pushed. How many people in the US and around the world knew about Tesla the second they hit the market? But Tesla wasn't the first company to build an electric truck. Take a look at Havilar and their bison. So they built an electric truck before Rivian, before Tesla, and before Nikola. Unfortunately, there's no financial backing within our home country for them to help push this product to the market. Now, the bison isn't the world's greatest looking truck, but neither was Workhorse. And yet they pushed their truck out. Hell, look at the Lordstown Motors. It's not as great as something like the Rivian. So all in all, in the end, you have to take a look at why. Why our country doesn't even use Canadian-built products to chauffeur around our Prime Minister. That's the first question we need answered by our Parliament in this country is why are you not parading our Canadian Prime Minister around in Canadian built products? Hell, even using a Honda Civic built in Alliston, Ontario is better than using the Cadillac or Suburban. It's built in Canada. We get the Civic, we get the NX, we get the RX, we get the RAV4, Challenger, Charger, 300, Nautilus, Edge, and the Pacifica Voyager, and for the Canadian market, Grand Caravan. These are all products built within the confines of our own country that our Prime Minister needs to 
start utilizing for his travels around the world. And like all the other great G8 nations, we need to start doing this. We need to start showcasing our own product so that the world knows Canada builds cars. Hell, we're sitting on the only cobalt refinery commissioned in the North American marketplace in Cobalt, Ontario to build battery grade cobalt. We can make electric batteries in our own backyard, in my own backyard. Three hours away from me sits this refinery. And companies like Tesla, Rivian, Faraday Futures, Lucid, Fisker are all missing out because they don't even know Canada builds cars. So in the end, we need to ask our Prime Minister, please, can you start utilizing products built within the confines of your own nation to showcase the world what we can do in the country of Canada? Let's stop making the world think that all we're known for is beer, hockey, and maple syrup because Canada is so much more. We've produced a Formula One champion. We've taken money, IndyCar championships. We've created many major corporations that people don't even care or even know about. Canada Dry was created by the McLaughlin brothers. Buick was essentially safe. General Motors was safe with the help and knowledge from the McLaughlin brothers. Yes, Mr. Durant was good friends with our Canadian-born automotive entrepreneurs. And they gave him money and helped them with the banks to build his empire. Walter P. Chrysler is part Canadian. Sergio Massioni was half Canadian. The automobile may have started in Germany, but in North America, it's not just the United States that builds cars. Canada and Mexico have their own industries as well, and we need to start pushing our products out to the world so everybody knows what we build and what we do. And we need to get the heads of our countries on board in supporting these industries. So Mr. Trudeau, I said Autoluxx want to ask you the question, when, not will you, when, will you support the Canadian automotive industry and the Canadian aerospace industry and start showcasing the world our technology so that we don't lose more great Canadian icons to the rest of the world. Now from all of us at Autolux.net, we would like to inspire you to change, to ask, no matter what country you're from, ask, why do we roll around in other countries' products? Why can't we show our technology? We all need to be proud of from which country we come from, and we all need the world to know which countries around the world can produce and create things. There are so many great automotive companies from around the world. Troller in Brazil, Kira Motors from Kenya. Like, Africa has so many great companies out there. So does South America, even the Middle East. I would say Australia, but General Motors just killed their home brand of Holden. So us as countries, people need to stand up and say, we need change. For all of us in Canada, we need our Prime Minister to roll up to the G8 summit in a Dodge Challenger Demon. And when they say, oh, that's a nice American, you say no. Almost 50% of the product underneath this vehicle was built in Canada. The final assembly was done in Canada. And the guy who founded this company was part Canadian. And since Trudeau is known as a sex symbol to money, people around the world why doesn't he so he has to tell us when are you going to roll up in a challenger not if when from all of us at auto looks we would like to ask all the prime ministers and presidents around the world why you don't support your automotive nations behind you if it exists help promote it we need everyone around the world to know what technologies every country is capable of creating and doing and behind that we are proud of our nation we just wish our nation was proud of what it has so from all of us at auto looks like share or Keep following us on all of our feeds, from Facebook to Twitter, from LinkedIn to Podbeam, over to iTunes and Pinterest and Google Play. And winding up on our site at www.outlooks.net, we want you to strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride as we tell our country we want you to use our products.